0: All right. So we did a lot of videos. I did my own videos. You did your own videos. But we never got the chance to actually sit down like this, face to face, and have a conversation about what we do. Yeah. Um, and I want to take advantage of this opportunity to have a fruitful conversation so that people get to know more about you and uh, about me and what we actually do in ABP. Mm -hmm. Uh, Recently, you were uh, the one managing a program called uh, Writers and Bloggers. Could you tell us more about what what that program is about?
1: Sure. So the Writers and Bloggers program, first of all, is an online program. So it was 100% done online, no workshops, face-to-face, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, how did the idea of this program occur to me is that uh, I had I was a participant in uh, a similar program, let's say, uh, with an organization called the Better Life Tomorrow and I participated as uh, a global ambassador. So uh, as a global ambassador, I had to write minimum four articles uh, during a period of four months about uh, you know, active people in society, whether it's an organization or just an activist or just someone who's doing something with a, with a positive social impact in Algeria. And during that program, it was the first time uh, that I started writing articles and getting, getting them published. So we had the option to participate either as uh, a photographer someone who makes videos or as someone who's a blogger. Since I was more into writing, I applied as a blogger, and that was my first experience uh, knowing how does the blog work, uh, how to write an article, and so on. Although this program lasted only four months, and we didn't have any workshop or anything like that, like when we started, they didn't tell us how you should write an article. Uh, I saw lots of improvements, and I learned a lot more than I would have. Attended I don't know a workshop for a few days where I go like from eight to four or something like that, and how I learned that I just learned was the, what's
0: it the difference. Why is workshop from eight like to four for three days is uh, is, uh, is not as productive as the one? No, no, was.
1: I'm not saying it's not productive uh, by default or in general, but um, I've attended workshops, but they weren't as as impactful on me as this experience with the Better Life Tomorrow, and why it was fruitful it's <coughs> because I felt like I was learning through my own mistakes. Like it wasn't someone coming and telling me, hey, you should do this and that. Even though this is important and it's, it's good, but maybe this <coughs> it has a lot more to do with how I learned like my, uh, my acquisition of um, information. Because I, I just had to write an article by myself and then I submit it and then uh, the program manager uh, she reads it, proofreads it, she reviews it if it's, uh, if it's great and then she leaves me comments on the mistakes that I've made. For example, she tells me, uh, in here you did this and it should be done like this and it's a mistake. And for me it was, it was making me see things that I didn't see in my own writings. And I learned a lot through this way. And I got the idea to try this in Algeria because I didn't see something similar for writers or bloggers. And yeah, I thought about making this. If at first I was going to to make it only for bloggers. right? Because I learned only about blogging. But I also thought that there are lots of Algerians who are really, really interested in writing poetry, short stories, etc., and they don't have where to publish their works. Uh, Or when they do that, they don't really get much of attention.
0: So for people who are not familiar with those terms, when you say blogging and writing, Mm -hmm. people usually think that it's the same thing because blogging is essentially writing something. But it's not. Blogging is probably about articles, but writing is about short story, poems, and write?
1: Yeah, the difference in here between a writer and a blogger is that a blogger writes articles Mm -hmm. and uh, a writer writes
0: uh, anything.
1: No, like uh, prose, poetry, short stories, uh, non—it's like more fiction, creative writing, and blogging is non-fiction, creative writing.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, I see.
1: So even a blogger, a blogger can write an article that doesn't have to do with uh, like uh, the news article, like telling what happened, reporting an action, something that happened. It can be given just an opinion and talking about certain issue or just you know, tell it, even talking about your own experience or something that happened to you. But it's non-fiction. It's creative writing. It's writing, but it's not fiction. So that's the distinction between the blogger and the writer. Mm-hmm. Do
0: you think that the article should be objective or, or like, it's okay when, like, an article uh, is supposed to depict someone, the, the author's opinion?
1: I think it depends on the kind of article and... Uh, like the subject? <coughs> yeah, the subject, the topic, and if... What, what the what the writer wants to do? I mean, what's the purpose of the article? Uh, I think it mostly needs to be objective. If especially if it's um, reporting news, you need to be objective about reporting that something that happened. But uh, if you're going to write about, uh, I don't know. You know, like if you if you go to our blog, you'll find lots of articles, and you'll find some of them that are really objective. And then you will find others that are like obviously subjective. And- um, no, It's just
0: that people usually mm-hmm. rent a lot against like this thing called objectivity. Like you gotta be objective, you gotta be objective. And and sometimes I think that like there isn't something wrong with subjectivity like when one is, um, is actually trying to provide arguments or uh, trying to talk about their own experience because um, because someone telling about their own experience is part of life, is part of what's happening, and we actually need to know about that in order to know how to be objective. I think that in order to to reach a level of objectivity, we need also to learn about subjective experiences so that we can look at the objective experience. Does this make sense? So for example, then we we got a topic we can't approach it objectively <laughs> until we know about what different sides say about it. And those different sides, usually each one uh, is talking subjectively. And so I think, that, I think that talking subjectively sometimes is just a brick um, that is needed in order to build uh, a wall uh, where, where, where the top of it is like objectivity. We're at the top of it where we can look at all different opinions and uh, make a better judgment. What do you think?
1: <laughs> I don't know what to think about this. Um, it's it's really it's really hard to say when you need to be objective and you need to be
0: subjective
1: yeah. and objective. And um, as you said, being objective is giving different. Uh, it's giving like the lights for different perspectives, and you don't stick just to one side and um, be biased. But it totally, totally depends on the topic, totally depends on what the author wants to convey with his article. I think being subjective is only harmful when when you are not giving facts, but rather opinions. For example, I don't know, a person got stabbed.
0: What's wrong with that? We give an opinion. I'm
1: gonna tell you what's wrong with that. Uh, a person gets stabbed, okay? And you want to talk, write an article about this person that got stabbed in a certain place. and you're going to assume that that person got stabbed because he was outside at 10 p.m. and because he was wearing a certain kind of clothing that he must belong to a certain category. He must be a drug dealer, then he must deserve what happened to him. So if you're going to report Mm -hmm. that based on like, um, in your words, the words you use, uh, the way you narrate what happened is going to be subjective because you're going to project your assumptions on this person. Um, that's going to be bad because you should just tell things how they, they happen, you know. You're not going to say um, you're not there to, to give justice. That's that's not your role. But then it depends on the platform, like if it's a news yeah channel, exactly exactly depends on the platform, the guidelines of that platform.
0: A news reporter is someone who's supposed to tell me about what happened, not mm-hmm. what he thinks about what happened. But there, are all, but when we talk about blogging. Um, usually, we got a couple of authors who are just trying to um, express their views or express their opinions about about things and uh, and uh, what they think about different subjects um, in life so uh, it, it's c- it's quite different and uh, certainly yeah, I don't think the there's
1: anything wrong with being subjective when it comes to that. yeah, I think when you're being subjective, you just need to be smart about it that's that's what I always tell the bloggers when they ask me. Uh, Is it alright if you write about this if you write about that and I tell them you can write mostly about anything in ABP As long as you're not going to do it in a way that you're going to be attacking people that you're going to be spreading hatred discrimination if you're just going to give your opinion and give arguments without uh, being hateful but then you're gonna ask me, how am I not going to be hateful? Uh, I I just tell them, just write it <laughs> and they'll see it. And then I will tell yeah. you when you should uh, stop. But I never saw anything like uh, extremely subjective that we needed, needed like uh, a drastic editing.
0: Yeah, but I think that we ha- we had this case once when um, one of our participants talked about like the, this island was close to mm-hmm. India where there are tribe. like- Yeah, exactly, there's yeah. Those tribe living there. And uh, it received one complaint from someone who said, like, you're 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 kind of promoting, uh clo- yeah, colonization and yeah. colonial thoughts. Was so weird.
1: I I think, I think uh, you know the author. She had uh, she had really good intentions. She just wanted to write about this tribe that not many people heard about it, and it was really interesting article. Uh, the I cannot pronounce their names. It always uh, slips from my head. But it's a tribe, as you said, uh, near India, mm-hmm. and um, they are almost completely um, isolated from the word. Completely isolated. They had some contact with uh, the outside world, but uh, they they don't they don't use technology. They don't they don't have like uh, exportation, importation between the other countries, etc. But uh, when when the author of this b- article was was um, was talking about this tribe, she went and found like different sources of information in order to to talk about them, and she referenced them. And <coughs> she was trying to to remain subjective, but she was influenced by, by some of those these sources when they used certain words. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example savages I, I think she used this word or a similar word to it right. uh, at certain point she said that um, like uh, the people who visited them were like uh, basically what when this person who complained to us when she read the article she got the impression that the author was painting the tribe people as savages and they are they are weird people and they, they are bad they are uh, almost cannibals, let's say. And the people who were trying to visit them, they were like uh, only angels, nice people, trying to approach them, trying to, to be nice to them. And we, we cannot judge the intentions of those people. They could have had bad intentions, wanting to colonize them or uh, I mean, at a certain, uh, th- I think there was a time where they, um, they took two people from the tribe or, uh, or, it, or it was a different tribe but anyway, there was this, uh, this scientist, I, I guess, who took two people from this tribe and he had some experiments on them and then uh, he put them back on the tribe and those people died because since they have no contact with the outside world, they don't have the same immune system as us. They are not immune to so many bacteria or viruses or something like that. So it can be really, really harmful to them. And most people must have heard about this tribe, I think a couple of years ago when American or this guy who's a Christian wanted to went to this tribe in order to spread Christianity and then he was murdered right so anyway uh, we took uh, we took this person's opinion into consideration and we edited the parts that we saw could have been um, being subjective like saying savages and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and just telling people about this this island,
0: objectively. You know, but this is. You know what? That makes me think of. It's just um, that us as human beings, we we happen to have different perspectives. We happen to see things differently and uh, and uh, value things differently. And what we I find wrong, you might find it okay. I'm just exaggerating what I find wrong. Um, uh, you might find it right. And so sometimes it's very hard when you're running a platform. Like a platform that is supposed to spread news or opinions, because you're always gonna get those people who will be complaining all the time. Why did you post that? Why are you talking about this? Um, did, are you are you are you trying to are you trying to ruin society? And it's so the same thing that happened with the girl that we posted a video recently, and uh, people were thinking that we're like like we're promoting bullying her, um, and it was just like
1: we received the comment just this morning like when i woke up i read this comment and i was like how did this person <laughs> reach this conclusion uh it was the what, what, what it comment? was it, it's the post that uh Lothfi posted this morning about, about the uh the sheep.
0: yeah the sheep firing <laughs>
1: yeah and he was just talking about uh you know those people that take their sheep and they need to fight and it's mm-hmm. like it's really common and seen as something normal and people, I think, even pay or gamble.
0: Yeah, they gamble, yeah, they yeah. put the two sheep, they Yeah, they fight and it's other. like,
1: uh, you can see it like in daylight, and it's illegal, but they still do it. And he was criticizing this, this part, and I think this person, when they read this post, they, they that, that, that's the problem. When people see a post, they do it, not with like uh, a blank mind, they do it with already having different experiences seeing people who maybe use the term that you used, and that person is an extremist, so they, may b- they might they associate with uh, to What
0: prejudice, Prejudices. Yeah, prejudice. Yeah.
1: And uh, so this person reached even the conclusion that uh, he is even saying that uh, like, uh, slaughtering sheep is, uh, is inhuman, and we're trying to blindly follow the West. Like, he had lots of assumptions based on this pulse, and he ac- he answered them all. And they were like irrelevant to <laughs> what Lotfi was trying to yeah, convey. Yeah, 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 I got it. And he even said, like, uh, our people, uh, like when they see, um, for example, in Spain, the bullfights, they think it's a cultural heritage, but when it comes to Algeria, uh, they condemn this kind of act, I mean, how can you know that the it's the same people who... Yeah, it's the same people. I personally don't like what the ha- what happens in Spain and I'm against it. And even in Spain, there are people who are against it. And then there are the, the other people who think it's cultural heritage. And, yeah.
0: The problem is that when people try to defend culture all as a whole, like instead of looking at it objectively and try to find what you agree with and you don't agree with, um, anyone who complains about one part, you think as if they are attacking all culture. So that so that you've it all. And I think that is just a little irrelevant. Like, for example, when you talk about the sheep firing, um, and then you think that the reason you're mad about them firing is because you're following the West blindly and uh, because uh, you look think at what uh,
1: Islam is bad and because you think AID is bad. Yeah, exactly.
0: But what what does this have to do with the Islam? And like, it does not. Like, and there are a couple of things that they also. I think it also has to do with culture. Because, for example, in Islam, when you're slaughtering the sheep. The sheep is not supposed to see uh, the other sheep. You're supposed to put it somewhere where they can see the other sheep so that you do not slaughter it. Um, they say like it, it gets hurt you know, when it, see, when it sees the, uh, another sheep get, getting slaughtered. But people don't do that. They slaughter the sheep, just like 10 sheeps next to each other, and they, they're slaughtering them, and the blood is everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy, even though that's an Islamic rule. But people don't pay attention to that. They, are, I don't know, like they are so careless about some of those things that I think that they are important, and um, I don't know why people like put they they are blind to those things or they are purposefully ignoring them. It's just weird.
1: I think uh, one of the, I mean, the internet is great because you, you can you can spread awareness and talk about there are certain things that can reach the whole world, but uh, the negative side of it is that when you talk. When, when you talk about a certain issue or a certain topic a lot and people start seeing it maybe you even experience that because I feel it sometimes like when you see a certain topic being talked about
0: over and over, and over
1: over again and then you see different uh, perspectives and maybe the the common arguments are, are quite dumb even though you you are for the cause that they are fighting for, but you don't agree with their with their arguments with their arguments. Yeah. And you think, no, I, I am for that cause, but not because of this. And maybe people like ignore the the crucial, important things that you should fight for, and maybe go for the maybe less important anyway like all of the of, of those things we are seeing them daily and even if we ignore them they are still there at the back of our minds and then sometimes we're just in a bad mood and we scroll and we see something that's related to that topic yeah, yeah. and that person maybe just used the term that that person you know who's an extremist used it you just explode on them like you just
0: yeah yeah that's that's so true it happens a lot it actually happened to me with the topic of french like when i was once uh complaining against the Enforcing of the French language at, in universities and jobs in Algeria. Um, someone came to me and was like, "Why are you? Uh, why are you? Tr- like, why are you trying to uh, to talk about French in Algeria? And all like, if it's about colonization, then even English came from the U.S. and the U.S. also colonized other other countries. Uh, it's like any any foreign language has 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 an an origin has an, a country origin, that the country must have done something wrong, uh, could have done something wrong. And so that's just like a bad argument. And I was like, I'm not making this argument. I didn't say anything about colonization. Can, can you please like, listen to what I said and then re- and respond to what I said? But the problem is that the, this person uh, listened to many people saying the mm-hmm. same, using the same argument. And then he automatically thought that this is my argument. When it's not, you it's didn't have a exactly. You didn't have a conversation with me yet, so you cannot judge me based on something that I did not say. And
1: then they tell, you, yeah, yeah, I know people of your kind.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I do. Like when you say when you when you mention French, they're like, oh yeah, I know, I know the, I know, I know people like you. How like how they because because that's the, they have categories. Exactly. They have categories in their minds. The yeah, and then they put each person in such in, 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 in one category. You know? And uh, that's that's just it crazy because like,
1: uh, black and white thinking.
0: Then we actually we're not having conversations. We're just like shooting each other based on assumptions. You need people who have conversation with uh, other people, they sit down, they listen to them, you hear you hear what I'm saying, you know, you think about my arguments, and then we can probably agree or disagree on something. But when you start like uh, lashing out on me, with, uh, for something that I didn't, I didn't say because you heard your neighbor, or your friend or, or someone that on TV said it. It's just weird, man. It's just weird. And it doesn't yeah. build anything. It's yeah. totally an issue.
1: It no, is I an know, issue. It, it's, um, it's hard to find a solution for this. But I think uh, how you can manage it, you need to, ha- to have patience to manage it, um, is to try to make the person feel like you're not having I don't know a fight or an argument even though they are the ones who are starting the,
0: this, this you know argument. you can do that when you have a conversation with them in the real life because they can see your mm-hmm. face they can see that you're not angry they can see that you're talking in, in a calm uh, attitude and everything so they can have conversation with you but when it's online it's very different because online you don't see the face of the person. You only see a name and a picture, and then you're, you're you're talking to them, and then you suddenly think that they are angry, and you're and then you get angry, and then you start fighting each other, you know, and insulting each other. I think I ne- I never I never saw any comment online where someone said, "Oh, I see. Mm, now, like now, I understand." Like someone like really changed their perspective. I never saw people. I, I, I
1: had I had experiences like that. Like they didn't even even if they didn't change their perspectives, they changed kind of their tone of talking. Even though I can't hear their tone, but mm, I can yeah. I can guess from the way they, they write. And even though you they can't see you and it's not the same, you can't convince them, but there are certain things that you can say that will make them feel that you're here to talk, you're friendly, you're not attacking them, you want to have a discussion. And that might change. Not with everyone, some people will, d- I don't know how they function, I don't know how they think. You just think, oh my god, I have to stop, and you need to stop the discussion. But some people, they they think, and they realize that they are attacking you. They even apologize. And it's something that we also need to do if we think that we are wrong. We should say, hey, I'm sorry I attacked you, but you are right, or whatever. Anyway, uh, things that you can say are, for example, I understand what you want to say, but that's not what I meant. Uh, yeah, that, that's, a wa- that's a good one. That's a good one. You way. acknowledge something, th- something you agree with, or something nice, even though the rest is is bad. But you say, "I agree with you on that point," but don't you think, yeah. etc. And I once published on my private account uh, something about the the, the virus. Uh, people were saying by, I think by summer, the virus. It, it was in like March I posted this, uh, so people were still thinking that the virus would be over by summer. And they said uh, people saying that the virus will end by summer remind me of those people like uh who said that the war referring to World war one uh that the war will be over by by christmas by December, because uh people took it lightly, they thought uh, the war will end by december by Christmas, but it didn't. it lasted for more years, so I just compared it i th- i i I said like I even said in the post that people who think, including me, so I even included myself with these people, that, uh, you know, like we're having false hope. And then this person, uh, someone that I just know, uh, she replied to me and she said, uh, how come you are like, I don't remember the words exactly, but she basically was telling me that um, I'm attacking people for having hope. (laughs) It was like, how is that possible? I'm even included with these people. And I, I just tried to have a conversation with her. Like, like uh, she kept on insisting and she was stu- stubborn about it. But uh, after all, I convinced her that I'm not attacking you or the people who, uh, who are having hope. Like, I'm not discouraging people for having hope. I'm just comparing two situations that I think uh, they are similar and by the end she said yeah you're right i'm sorry and she sent me a meme as an apology <laughs> and Is this your
0: friend or someone uh, yeah
1: like uh, an online person that i know we not but really but close. it's in your
0: profile yeah but okay. friends list
1: and then she told me that um she wasn't even like uh offended because she's she's not one of those people who are having hope but she was uh, she was Defending those people because she was seeing lots of posts on the t- her timeline of people mocking others who are hopeful about the virus mm-hmm. so When she saw so many posts like this, maybe she restrained from replying to them but then my My comment was like the last drop in the glass and she was just like people stop stop offending uh, stop attacking people for having hope even though my comment, I mean my post was not about that. Usually,
0: that's what that's what makes people not use, fe- not want to use Facebook. That's what makes people not wanting to post or publish anything, or maybe provide their information or wherever. A lot of people do not want to be very hooked on Facebook because of those same people online, because they say that, um, like if they. If they publish a lot of information, if they really express themselves and all, they're just gonna end up with trolls everywhere and they don't have the time or the energy or, or, or the patience um, to, to go through them. Because people, sometimes people, I mean, I like something that Joe Rogan once when he said that he, he always tries to talk online as if he's, to, as if he's talking uh, to, in, like in person. Try to talk to people online as if they're talking to them, as if they're like, like he's sitting next to them. You know, and I think that if people do that, they would be a lot, lot nicer. Because there is something that this that people do when 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 they're behind screen and uh, there is a person they don't know. There's like as I said, only a name and a picture. And so they 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 they, um, they, give, they, um, they think that they are entitled to say wherever and talk wherever. Um, they don't know that some of those words might hurt the person. Um, and don't really think about that. And uh, there are also a couple of people in Algeria who's j- who who are actually who actually admit it. They said that the reason I do these things is because I just want to have fun. I'm bored. True. I I, yeah, exact trolls. I sit in my car, and then I go. I go. You know, I go um, online and uh, some pages or something. And I'm like, screw you. You're stupid. You're dumb shut up, you know, and yeah, uh, and, uh, yeah and, and they are laughing like, like, yeah, oh, look at him, he's like, he's mad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, 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 don't, they, don't, they don't take responsibility over what they say. They think that they can say anything and it doesn't matter. And I think that, uh, that's a very immature way of using uh, social media. I think uh, because now everyone can use Facebook. You can have uh, a kid who is like 12 years old and uh, they are using Facebook. It, like it's, uh, um, it's very easy to use, you know? So people can say whatever. And uh, I don't know where this is uh, going, to be honest, it's... Uh
1: I think one of the, the things that you should do uh, when you receive a comment that, that makes you angry or upset or whatever that triggers bad emotions in you um, one of the things that at least worked for me is you don't reply instantly. You mm. leave like five minutes, or you will see that you were right, you will react differently than when you. Re- when because you, you, g- you give it more thoughts. You give it more thoughts, and you can. Sometimes, like, uh, you realize that y- the comment was not even that offending and that you were overreacting. Uh huh. Uh, it happened also to me, like I had a similar da- reaction to this girl that I was just talking about when um, when I made a video about languages, right? and I was talking about the accent, and I got some comments in different groups and Instagram. Most of the comments were positive, but, you know, as always, there are a few negative comments. Some of them were saying that, you know, I felt like they were... They weren't focusing on the topic, but rather seeing irrelevant details. So I ignored them, but they stayed at the back of my mind. And then I saw this comment of a woman who said something regarding my accent, and I misunderstood what she said. And then I went ahead and told her, like, uh, I wasn't mean to her, but I sounded like I was upset in my comment and then she was like chill i didn't mean that if you read my comment i was encouraging you and stuff and i felt really bad until and i told her look i'm sorry i read like i explained to her my situation so i think that sometimes people realize that they overreacted or they they said something bad or uh, they are attacking the person for nothing but uh, i think there is some kind of shame to admit it and you should like Mm. you should not be ashamed for making a mistake it's think people will, will appreciate it if you tell them i reacted this way because of this and i'm sorry no one would
0: yeah they have too much pride i don't know what this is about like yeah yeah I, I, uh, yeah that's uh that's right like people rarely apologize on social media especially on comments and in public like in front of everyone but some people do yeah. and uh they um i think that it says a lot of themselves i really always give respect to people who are who are so brave, like to apologize online? Because I think that those people are very strong and very brave. Because that, like, because they think that their self-esteem and then their confidence isn't based on social media and how people see them on social media. You know, it's more than that. But there are people who are so insecure, um, so they try to always make sure that everyone loves them on social media, and uh, and they think that it's kind of a weakness. You know, to apologize to, to, to someone and say, hey, look, look, I'm, I'm sorry. I did this and um, I'm really sorry. I was mad. I was, uh, um, I don't know. Look, like they don't have the balls to do that. But, well, that's, uh, that's the online world. Yeah. But, it's, but it's crazy. I don't know where it's going. I, I really, sometimes what? I'm really curious. It's crazy? Where it's going. I really want to know because I think that it's increasing. Like, those truths on the Internet, I think they are increasing. And probably the reason they're increa- increasing is because internet is 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 increasingly uh, becoming uh, available and acce- acce- uh, um accessible. Yeah, accessible for everyone. Like for example, ten years ago, not everyone uh, used to have Facebook. Ten years ago, in Algeria, people who had Facebook were only the ones who had internet at home, mm-hmm. only people with laptops and computers. But now, out of the sudden, everyone has Facebook on their phone. So everyone is saying something. You know, everyone is online. when you have everyone online then of course you're gonna get a lot of comments a lot of toxic uh, communication I also Um,
1: think that what encourages this is uh, fake accounts or not even fake accounts but those accounts where you can put whatever name that you want put whatever picture that you want that's not yours so that gives you more confidence and more comfort to say whatever you want things that you wouldn't say knowing that people know who you are or can go to your profile see your picture see that you work in a certain place see that you're a real person mm-hmm. or maybe your friends will see your comment and you'll be ashamed right but if you make uh, a fake account or i don't know if it's called fake account but anyway a p- an account where you can put a okay, so picture of a cartoon a, it's, a,
0: it's a fake account that's what they call it i'm going to check these out
1: yeah i think a fake account is where when you pretend to be someone else yeah anyway it's not about the term but uh yeah, I think that gives them more confidence. As for the trolls, I had one experience with a troll. I read this article about a woman who was, uh, I don't know what, what happened to her exactly, but the news weren't news that would make you laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this woman like ran away because she was suffering abuse or something in her, in her household or something like that. And then I read the comments, and this was on a on a Spanish page so most of the people there were like from Latin America and most of comments were symp- sympathetic towards her but someone said like really bad thing about this about this woman and when I read the replies to his comment were most of them were like people insulting him saying like how can you say something like this and just insulting him and I think this was encouraging him like he was just laughing like haha reacting to their comments to their replies So he was feeding into that. Trolls feed into like the the bad reactions because when they put the comment, they knew it will offend people. So yes, they actually like
0: it when you follow up with them and you 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 attack.
1: So what I did is that I replied to him and I told him, "Why do you think so? Like, why do you think this woman is like this and that because of this article?" And and then he said he tried to like. Deviate from the topic, and he said, "Why do you, why do I think what?" And they told him, "Why do you think this woman is like this when it could have like that?" And he actually said that uh, he felt bad. I, I like I can't see him. I don't know him, but I felt like he felt bad. He said that uh, he's just bored and making this comment, but he doesn't he doesn't mean it. He, he's just enjoying that people are reacting badly to it. And that gave me a lesson that you shouldn't engage with anyone. Like, if you see them insulting, don't insult back.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I remember someone, someone in the U.S. said something like that. He said, like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to have a conversation with you, but once you say I'm racist or, or I'm, I'm sexist or I'm, uh, I don't know, like, whatever. When once like you give me a name, then like it's, uh, it's the end of the conversation. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Um, i not gonna engage with you in a conversation because someone who's, um, who's so ready to insult you is probably someone who's not ready to have a conversation with you. It's very hard to have a conversation with someone who's so committed at attacking you. And uh, I felt that and experienced that online. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It is. Yeah.
1: As for, uh, for the blog, uh, we got lots of comments and messages from people asking how can they write in our blog? So, the people who were writing the blog so far were participants in the, in the writers and bloggers program, but uh, after the program, we recruited five bloggers uh, who are now officially part of the ADP team as bloggers, and they are the ones who are writing there occasionally where he writes too. Mm-hmm. I'm planning to write, but I still didn't have time to write my own articles. and. So far, those are the members that are writing, and we can't be recruiting lots of bloggers. But uh, there is going to be an option for people who are interested in blogging. Is going, t- we are going to create um, a space that we will call guest blogger. Right. So we can have random people occasionally writing their articles. As for how they can start doing that, we will just update, make an update, or probably make a d- another video where I explain the details of mm-hmm. how to submit your article. All
0: right, so people will um, <coughs> will just stay updated with the mm-hmm. <coughs> the, the the page, and uh, they're gonna see the announcement of this um, hopefully soon, where people can because uh, uh, I think that there are a lot of a lot of people interested in that, a lot yeah. of uh, English writers in Algeria who want to have platform where they can share their work and so we're going to provide this uh, chance for them so yeah thank you so much Miriam, for having okay. this uh, conversation for the first time having this conversation face to face and uh, hopefully we're going to do more of those podcasts like in, in, mm-hmm. uh, uh, in the future and uh, yeah so uh, thanks everyone for uh, joining bye